A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. For corn and soybean farmers, the rain we are seeing will likely tighten up your schedule, as if your time window wasn't tight already. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Extension Conservation Specialist Kevin Erb says soil compaction is instantly a risk following rain. He reminds us that your fields will need some dry time before you bring that heavy equipment out to harvest. Well, we definitely needed the rain that we're getting. Unfortunately, for a lot of our producers, we really could have used it a couple of months ago during corn pollination. But um, in some cases, people would say better late than never. But the rain we're getting now does pose a little bit of a challenge for farmers that are both trying to harvest their crops, but also get some manure spread and maybe some field work done in fall to prepare for next spring. It's, it's crunch time always, right, especially during the harvest season. So I know a lot of folks were itching to get out there this weekend. Here comes the rain, and they're going to want to get back out there as soon as they can. But what window should we give that rain time to to soak into the ground and for those fields to dry before we take out equipment? Well, if you can tell me exactly what the weather forecast is going to be for the next 10 days, Stephanie, I can give you a very good answer. But the weather obviously is fickle. Uh, We know that some areas get an inch of rain and a mile away, you might get only half an inch. And so a lot of it really depends on how much rain was actually on each field but also the soil type and how moist that subsoil was. Um, We're very concerned about compaction because that heavier equipment compresses the soil, doesn't let air in, makes it harder for roots to grow, and that can impact yields on corn, soybeans, and alfalfa for anywhere from a few years to 25 years or more. And so The nice thing, if I can call it that, about this particular year is that our subsoil is dry. Where we see a lot of really bad compaction is where we've had really wet falls coming after a wet summer where the entire soil profile is wet. The fact that our subsoil is dry is going to give us a couple of benefits. One is that we're not going to see as much compaction because that drier soil is going to be stronger better able to carry that weight. But the other piece of that is that the precipitation we get is going to move downward slowly through that soil profile, and it does give somewhere for that moisture to go. The bottom line is that with some folks getting inch, inch and a half of rain, if that subsoil was wet, it probably would be a week or more before it really would be safe to get back out on the fields compared to the time we're going to have to wait now until we can get out there without creating ruts and creating compaction. And it doesn't help that now the weather's cold, right, Kevin? So we don't have that heat to, to dry that rain out any faster. We don't have two things. We don't have the heat, which dries things out, but also because some areas have seen a little bit of a frost, but as the crop has dried out, the crop is not pumping moisture out of the soil. Uh, we look at a nice, warm August day, that crop can pull a quarter inch, a third of an inch of moisture out of the soil profile. Our soybean fields don't have leaves, obviously. Our corn is dried down. So we're really dependent on that wind and temperature to dry that soil out this time of year. 
Kevin, I think sometimes we often forget just how heavy our equipment is. Remind us like just how heavy our pieces of machinery can be. Give us some perspective of what we're driving out there. Well, compaction is a function of not only how heavy the equipment is, but also the tire pressure as well. And so we look at our larger equipment that's there. It does weigh a whole lot more than your grandfather's Farmall M and 125 bushel um, gravity box that you might have taken uh, high-moisture corn off of the field with. And so um, a tractor with a 6,000, 7,000-gallon manure tanker can easily weigh well over 60 to 70 to 80,000 pounds when it's loaded. And so that kind of weight can be detrimental. There's really some things we can do to minimize the compaction in the field when we get into conditions that we've got this year. One of them, obviously, is not to drive when it's excessively wet. But unfortunately, um, we've got to get the crops off the field, and sometimes that decision has to be made to go out there when it's really wetter than it should be. And so in those cases, really minimizing the amount of heavy equipment that's actually on the field, um, i.e. don't take that semi and drive all over the field uh, for silage or for corn grain, if at all possible, try to drive in the same areas rather than compacting the entire field. From a management perspective, the lower the pressure in the tires, the less compaction that we're going to see on the field. So make sure that the tire pressure, both in the tractor and in the equipment that you're pulling behind the tractor, are adjusted accordingly. And I know there's a few farmers in eastern Wisconsin and particularly in Iowa right now playing around with systems that are push-button. When I'm in the field, the system has low tire pressure. When I'm ready to hit the road to take a load back to the farm or to the elevator, within 30 seconds, a air compressor system increases the tire pressure. So I have that road pressure that I need for wear and tear and safety. So really, like I said, there's some key things we can do. If we can, obviously, it's best to wait for that soil to dry. If we can't wait, then looking at things like not driving the entire field, trying to drive in those same areas, sort of a controlled traffic type of pattern, and making sure our tire pressure is where it should be are really three good steps to minimize the problem. So whether you're trying to harvest, till, or spread manure, there's your advice for how to get it done if you just can't wait a week or so for those fields to dry up completely after the rain. Extension Conservation Specialist Kevin Erb along with us. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.